If you're living on the wall. <laughs> I don't know why I just did that, man. Do you remember the first time you smoked? With you or in general? I remember the first time I smoked, yes. The first time you smoked in general. Yes, I do. I didn't get high. See, my first time smoking was the complete opposite. I got really, really high. And I swear to God, for years after that shit, all I tried to do was find that high again. And I think that's why they say this shit is a gateway drug. Nah. Because no one could ever replicate that first high. I don't know. I, I don't I don't I don't know about that, man, because I've had highs that have been better than way better than my first high, man. That have been way better. It's just a lot of people chase that nostalgia thought feeling and don't really remember how they felt. Cause I'll tell you the first time I tell everybody, honestly, the first time I burnt just burnt the fuck out my throat. I was coughing, hacking a lot. And I didn't feel like any change, any difference. The second time I smoked, <clears throat> I felt it. I didn't get the weed coma, but I felt it. I knew what it felt, and I like to feel high from marijuana. I'll say the first weed coma I'll say I, I might have ever suffered was uh, the day of my 22nd birthday party, when you came to a Cafe Omar at the reggae spot. We was deep as shit. We had all the bottles. I didn't even realize you were stoned that day. I was. I mean, by the time by the time you guys got to my house... I had came down, but I spent that entire day with Falco because he couldn't make the party that night. And I got fucked up the three previous days before that, so I'm nursing a horrible hangover. He hits me up. He's like, yo, bro, you know, I can't come to your party tonight, but, you know, I'm having some people over to watch the football games. Uh, this is the year after the Giants' uh, first Super Bowl where Plaque shot itself and they, you know, they still made the playoffs. He's like, yo, we're going to watch. We got to make some food. We're going to watch the games. We're going to have some fun. They like, won't come chill with us. And then, like, I'll bring you home and shit. Was this around party. the time that we smoked at the back of your favorite bar? I don't want to say the name. Uh, This was, give or take, about a month or two after. And, uh, but it was, it was about a year after. Era. About a year after. In that same time. But, uh, actually, yeah, it was right in that same. It's perfectly in that same time. Maybe a year after that. But in that same time era, in that same era. But, uh, you know, he, he gets there. He's like, yo, bro, you look rough. He's like, yo, you know what you should do? He's like, you should get one of those sandwiches you like. I was like, well, he's like, the grilled cheese with the bacon. He's like, get me one, too. He's like, I hope you feel better. We get to this place, too. Like, I am bombed, bro. Like, I can't function properly. I'm just there like, oh, God, why did I even wake up? I'm off today. I just want to stay home. And then he's like, yo, bro, I got something that'll make you feel better. He's like, I don't know you're going to feel better. But he's like, my, like boy, he's like, you want, you want to smoke with us? It's like, you know, I don't smoke, man. He's like, nah. He's like, I get you something to help you feel better. And oh, I remember girl, those days that you used to say that shit. Yeah, his girl at the time pulled out a bomb and just sat on the table. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, bro. <laughs> and then her brother, his girlfriend at the time, his brother came in and he was rolling a fat fucking joint. He's like, bro, I got something to make you feel better, bro. Just don't worry about it. Yo, bro, when I tell you, I hit that shit. I started feeling yeah, better, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I got stuck, bro. Like, there was a fish tank next to me, and I was just there. I wasn't even watching football. Like, I was just, like, stuck on that fish tank, bro. And they saw it, and then the dog kept coming by. Like, I was just stuck on the dog, like. Like, and that was the first time, like, I was stuck, bro. Like, as that was the time I told you when I when I left there, and I tried to go to the city to buy a shirt. Yeah. And I swore that there was an undercover cop following me, and I turned around and went home. <laughs> 
make sure they're not running up <laughs> they on your ass. Got on, yo, I swear to God. Some got on the train at Knickerbocker, bro. And in the entire train car, instead of sitting like a normal person, I felt he sat and angled himself and was staring directly at me, bro. He could have been looking at a map, looking at anything else. Could have been looking at the the little, the, the 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 route map with the lights on it. Yeah. And I could have been under that, but I felt he was staring daggers at me, son. And then I started realizing, nigga, do I smell like weed? Weed's illegal. <laughs> I started tripping <laughs> balls, nigga. I was like, oh no, oh no. Yeah. So for me, it was weird because it was around the time. I mean, I'm talking about my first weed coma. <clears throat> when I fell asleep with a Snickers in my mouth, bro, like I was out mid-chew. <laughs> this was around the time that my mom told me and my brother. My brother had just came back from Atlantic City. And you know, when my brother came back from Atlantic City, he was a monster, bro. Yeah, He was the AC monster, bro. He was a different person. He was a different man. He was the one. I, I used to like. I used to fight with him every time I took him out anywhere because he was either barking, he was pinching. <laughs> he was like <laughs> barking. He was just doing the. He was doing the most, and he was doing the worst. So my mom told both of us. I had stopped going to uh, the church, so my mom told both of us we had to leave, and the only place that we had to go was our boy's house i'm not gonna say his name but he had a nice house in jamaica queens and we went and we stayed in the basement now the basement was a place that just it was a it was almost like a you ever seen that movie uh with with when you open a cupboard and there's like a whole other world in the end of the cupboard oh no uh the chronicles of narnia chronicles of narnia so we had a washing machine. We didn't have a cupboard. And when that washing machine door opened up, we all went to a magical land. <laughs> because this place was just, it was a storage facility, bro. And I went from smoking probably once or twice a month to about five, six times a day. And it got to the point that People started getting bored with being at home, so everybody wanted to go out. And if you go out and you smoke before you go out and you're not trained to smoke before you go out, then you're not going to have a pleasant time when you go out. That takes that takes learning, man, to be able to smoke and go like out. That was years I, I of... Couldn't, I couldn't do that, like, smoke and then go out in public. Like, nah, bro, it took years of, like, I don't want to, you know what, I need to smoke before I do this. And there's not no build-up to it. It's just you've been smoking long enough, you know. Fuck, man, I got to get on a train and just, go do we, this We just shit. finished watching that video of those people passing out in front of the camera. And the video was called People Dying on Live TV. Those people weren't dying. They were just fucking passing out. No, nah, I don't know. Some of those, those look like those could be like aneurysms. Some of those people stuck on phrases. There were like some key indicators there that some of those people might not have made it. Like strokes That was or yeah, EMT training that just kicked yeah. in. Some of that stuff looked kind of shaky. But a lot of people that go in front of the camera, they're not trained to do this shit. So they get scared. Sometimes people pass out. I've seen people pass out and then recover live on TV. But when people look at us and when our process, like just even for the morning show, when we go out into the street and we'll just rip a couple of hits of fucking Mary Jane, bro, when we in the zone, we 
sipping on coffee like this is regular to us and we got fucking lights cameras well, and action i mean you know me when i'm bouncing off the walls when i mean what did i say the caffeine's kicking in on saturday it's like up oh, there it goes caffeine's kicking in i remember the time to last that i showed up fucking i was still drunk yeah. from the night before and once once we said action it was just like it's go time it was like uh when we had maritza de villa coming that was my first paycheck at the new job and I knew I still had to get up and record that morning. I told my brother, he's like, yo, we're not going to stay out that long. Nigga, I was out till almost 4 in the morning to turn around and be up and be there to start recording at like 8.30 to be there, yo. And you said, he's like, yo, when I saw when I saw your stories that from last night, I knew you was going to be like, I was like, bro, I don't even know You already how. knew. And I was so hungover. Like, you could tell. And the second they walked in, he's like, go to work. And do you even get like weed comas anymore? Because we smoke. I truly haven't in a while just because I haven't smoked that much in a single day. The last time I can say. Bullshit. Huh? You ripped the fucking bong like. That's normal, bro. That's that's a regular day. I mean, for me to get in a weed coma, you're talking multiple blunts or something. I don't smoke blunts anymore. Like ripping a bong is regular. People for me, ripping a bong is regular. People ripping a bong is too much for them. Other people who do it more frequently is normal. Like, for me, it's like I can't. Oh, I remember the last time I got a weed coma. Like, the last time I got a weed coma was when I went to Cooperstown with Vela, Manny, and D'Amato. And we must have smoked, like, 14 blunts that day to drive up and to drive down. I fell asleep after our last blunt on the way down. And I woke up. We were at the Palisade Cinema. And we were going to get lunch. And, I mean, we were going to get dinner. And Vela's girl at the time was coming to meet us, and she knew I burned. She knew I was a stoner, and she saw me. And she was like, "Yo, how high are you?" She was like, I was like, "I fell asleep and I woke up more high than I, <laughs> I remember being." Like, yo, he woke up more me, re- oh. more refreshed and more high. Bro, it took me so long to come down from that high, and like it, it was just so funny, bro, to deal with. With the last studio that we were dealing with, I'm not going to say the name, but I was there for a session one time. And uh, the artists, they bring what is known as dab. Oh. And my God. I remember first time. When, when, first of all, you know you're about to get fucked up when somebody goes into their bag and brings out a blowtorch. The rig. <laughs> it's like, once I saw a blowtorch, I was like, listen, I got to go home soon. <laughs> it's like, I'm already trying to cop, please. Like, yo, nah, I, I don't know if I... They're like, yo, just one, just one. Yo. Then I look on my shoulder, bro, and I just see myself really small, just hanging on the <laughs> tip of my shoulder. Like, come on, do it. Just fucking do it. Yo, bro, you saying that? Before you even tell it. Uh when we did when we all did our first dab hits on the rig, uh my boy June walks in and we just finished hitting it and he had just got there and like he's a part of it like us. And he's like, What's that contraption? <laughs> That's what he said. Yo, I could not believe the amount of just the man was walter white like that rig looked like we was ready to cook meth bro like and it was all just to heat up this dab because you have to cool heat it, it right it was just it was it was you crazy. have to heat it right or not it's just a waste of money and a waste of product and i remember i, I was thinking to myself i don't know how high this is gonna get me because i smoke a lot that's what i said and then i woke up the next day I fell asleep in the studio, bro. <laughs> Nobody woke me up. I'm in a pitch black room. 
All I see is the light from the power strip on the floor that was powering all the computers and shit. Mm. That's when I grabbed my phone. I said, I looked at my phone. It's like 5.30 in the morning. I'm like, holy shit. That is a weed coma, bro. That I haven't done. I mean, when I hit the dab, we like, we were already fucked up, too. Like, I woke up that next day still high, but, like, I went to bed. I Like, like I remember that whole day. Like, the weed coma from that car ride. It was like a three, three and a half ride out, three hour ride down, they said. And I was out like a light, bro. Like, they said, we were playing music mad loud, bro, like you didn't budge. I was like, yo, bro, like, it was just... Man, man, like I mean, those those are good days though. Every time I can say I've had no, a week coma, great so, days. so it's been a good day. It's never been a bad moment with a weed coma. An alcohol coma is something else. Usually, that's I mean, forget about the blackout. Alcohol comas are called blackouts. They're not called comas. Yeah. I mean, or brownouts if you could remember some of it. Some of it, but uh, I I don't miss blacking out being drunk, man. I don't miss that at all. I made some of my worst decisions blackout drunk. I made some bad personal decisions, financial decisions. Just. And then you wake up the next day and the first thing you do is you're going through your phone. Every time that shit happens to me, I'm just looking through my phone. like, What the fuck? And more often than not. <clears throat> I'll send an unsolicited pic to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't do that, man. Just be like, who the fuck? Like, I remember the days at drunk dialing, man. Like, who the fuck did I call last night? Got go through my phone. Like, fuck, I spoke to her last night. Fuck, did we talk about? I remember I was so blacked out drunk one day, and this shit was. I'll tell you when it was after we get off the air, but yeah. I was so blacked out drunk that I went and I took my ex to a bar somewhere. And I'm like telling her that I I want to be with her. That's how blacked out I was. Which ex? I'll tell you after this. And then the next Could one. I get like an indication? No, I'll tell you after this. Because we got about 30 seconds left. But I spoke to her the next morning. I'm like, yo, what happened last night? She was like, you don't remember? I said, no. She said, you stormed off and you left me in the middle of the street. <laughs> I said, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I said, I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad you didn't say yes. Oh uh, man. But um, we all have our problems, man. I'm trying to stick to the Mary Jane, and you already got, you guys already know where to follow us, man. At Button Roach, baby. <laughs>